Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Yin Q, and you are listening to Why Are People Into That with Tina Horn. If we're going to talk about <laughs> masturbating about <laughs> Jimi Hendrix and the turquoise chain. Oh, yeah, being a submissive to Betty Davis is super hot. Ugh. Oh, my God. So good. Uh-huh. You heard it here first. Oh. <laughs> Please, yeah, yeah. talk to me like that. That's yeah, my radio voice. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Did you ever watch Maria Bamford? Do you oh, yes, lady yes, voice? yes. Yeah, yeah. She That's is amazing. Cool. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> you, you, she's kind of a kindred spirit of yours of course oh yeah as a fellow crazy <laughs> i really appreciate someone that makes jokes about mental illness <laughs> and you know that gets to because she has it <laughs> you don't get to do it if you don't are you ever gonna make like a mental illness, illness porn? porn i have made a mental illness porn my first gangbang was right. me in a psych ward after I tried to commit suicide. I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that actually. Now that we now that we're talking about it, but yeah. that was a pretty intense day. It we was, don't have to include this. Oh, in it's the, cool. It was yeah. No, it was just like that was crazy. I definitely liked my other gangbangs more. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I we can totally talk about this. I'm not a rape scene fan not in that way i like soft rape and we're talking about consensual like of course consensual fantasy, non-consent yeah, fantasy. exactly exactly yes, yes, yes just yes. clarifying before someone gets upset um um yeah tell I me like more about soft, soft rape soft rape is like your dad like playing a game with you oh you know and you don't really know what's happening that's really fun or like your doctor <sighs> takes advantage of you but uh-huh. it's not i'm not super into the like gang rape fighting back crying i like to be kind of um coherent and kind of into it and confused oh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean like why does this feel so bad and feel so good at the same time that yeah that's uh <laughs> no the the simulation is really interesting i think other people have totally different experiences for me for sure. it feels like i'm like consenting to actual rape almost and some people would have like right. maybe some problematic feelings around me saying that but it's like it's weird it's like you uh, signed on to like actually get raped mm. that was my experience um and then i don't actually feel that way with like any of the people involved and actually i love some of the people involved um but it was just uh as a mental place to go for me personally it was too much yeah 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 but you're smiling about it now oh because it was whatever it was not like a it's just something I learned about myself. I tried something that I didn't know and, um, you know, I didn't love it, but it wasn't necessarily like, you know, it was, it was what it was. It was a learning experience. And I was like, okay, well, and then I went back and like, was like, oh, do I just hate gangbangs? Mm. And then I, I, you know, hit up Madeline, Madeline, and was like, you know, can I 
can I try this again? Because I didn't enjoy the first time, but I want to just do it different. And it turns out I love me a gangbang. Like, it was great. (laughs) I loved it. So, you know, it was just like a learning experience. And I think some people really enjoy it. Like, I have friends that, like, do, like, hardcore rape scenes. And that's, they're about it. Yeah. I just realized that I wasn't. (laughs) Interesting, right? Uh, It it is so interesting. I'm almost speechless with how interesting it is. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't even going to talk about this. But, uh, yeah, we just ended up, ended up on it. You know, I feel like you and I have talked about this before. Like, I also really, in some of my, like, early experiences seeing clients, anytime there was a client who all of the other, like, ladies in the house would be like, oh, God, like, creepy Uncle Steve is back. I would be like, I love creepy Uncle Steve. I know. I love dolls. I do. There was just something about, like, (laughs) I found that the clients who took things to sort of what you are defining as soft rape. I mean, maybe we could have a, like a, a better term, a, for, a better term that was, for it. It was a very lazy term. I'm really sorry, guys. Rape is rape. In, in pretend fantasy land, right. not, not real. We could call it like... Real life. Coercion play. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's definitely like, it's, definitely it's a power weird. play. I mean, for me, there's like a, this like level of just like over-the-top sleaze is what does it for me. And, like, you know, I mean, incest. Yeah. No, say, I worked at the Lusty Lady. That place was gross. The place was disgusting. It was covered in jizz and had carpets. But I loved it. Yeah. Because of that. Because it was Yeah, it's and- weird. I love, like, I, I'm a fancy opulent bitch, but... Um, <laughs> I love disgusting, seedy, like, God, no. Well, you, do do you like it. contrast? I like, yeah, I do. I like contrast. I'm versatile. Yes. <laughs> Opulence and filth. You can get it all with Arabelle Raphael, which, by the way, we've already started talking, and perhaps we should introduce you to my listeners. Some of them are probably familiar with your work. Maybe. 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 So Arabelle is a quite legendary pornographer been you've been around i've been around i've been around the block (laughs) and is also a writer and a fine art a fine artist fine fine artist a fine artist so you had an installation at the soma art center in san francisco last year right yes Um, which i didn't get to see in person but i saw some of the images online you did this really incredible photo series about sex work do you want to talk about that a little bit um, yeah, sure. Um, it's great because I'm working on turning it into a book. So amazing. I'm plugging right now. Please plug That's away. Why. I'm such an asshole. For years, I like ever since I started doing sex work, I started collecting like the worst hate mail I got or like the most interesting. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with this, but I'm going to do something with this one day. And then Maxine Holloway approached me about doing like an art show and you know I was like oh my god and and, like in two seconds I like knew exactly uh what I was gonna do and what those photos were for so I took all like my favorite quotes and this is from emails through tumblr through like instagram whatever dms all the places that you know uh the outside world has to 
contact sex workers, you know, or anybody. Mm-hmm. So I took all those and decided to reenact what they told me in the photographs, mm. kind of putting an image to their words because I think, you know, it's really easy to write really fucked up shit on the internet. Yeah. I mean, I, and I've even like not I've never actually like trolled somebody because I don't have that kind of hate in my heart mm. but I've even like just like said like blanketly like extreme things and I'm like oh I don't actually feel that harshly about this <laughs> right but it's really right. easy especially when you're anonymous to just like go there go to the, like the deep dark it's kind of a mirror to that I'm like okay this is exactly what you just said to me mm. you know and what it's like to like process those you know these kinds of images when I first started getting these letters it it hurt and impacted me you know way harder than um at this point you know it's been eight years i don't really care they should still stop doing doing it it. yeah but um you know i definitely like uh learning how to process all that was like very difficult and i think a lot of like anybody that's public i think you know it's like definitely more i think maybe more violent with sex workers but i think every femme people in general get Maybe everybody. I mean, I've seen like the mean celebrity tweets. Like people just are really nasty. Yeah. But I think that it's true that when there's a group that is, is already marginalized. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. Like like women, like sex workers, like people of color. Yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. Definitely. Agreed. Yeah. So um, that was what that was about. Uh, and like kind of my own process. So I did these images and I installed them and like had the quotes like yeah. at the bottom of all my uh, photographs. And yeah, Can you describe funny. one of them? This one's funny. We'll see the funny one. Do the funny one. <laughs> this was on Instagram. This guy uh, was like, oh, my God. Uh, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact quote. But, you know, oh, my God, this this bitch is so ugly. Like, she looks like a fat Arab chain smoking cigarettes in a liquor store. No, she looks like a liquor. No, this was actually how it was phrased. She looks like a liquor store a fat Arab chain smokes in. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's great. I'm sorry. I'm I laughing because it's ridiculous. No, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm right? laughing because I, I know I, that I, you have reclaimed oh, it yeah, and I'm like thrown a, it back in his face. Yeah. I'm totally not offended that you laugh. It's it's okay. ridiculous. Um, and so I like took a photograph of my legs spread, and it's like an up close shot of my pussy, and uh, there's an open like neon sign in the front. <laughs> And there's like a trash can like outside. I basically turned my pussy into the convenience store. Amazing. And my hand and I'm in these big like hooker heels. Uh, or not hooker heels, actually. Hookers do not wear that. Um, stripper heels. Stripper heels. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. And big stripper heels. And then my hand is in there as well, like with piles and piles of cigarettes everywhere, like smoking. So <laughs> so brilliant. So funny. It and it's funny. such a like it's a it's a very um if you just saw the image, it's a very provocative image. I don't know. It almost seems like a like an anti-smoking. <laughs> <laughs> like we sell we sell pussy the way that we sell cigarettes. Like blah blah blah. Like, but um, but no. Uh, the way that you I don't know taking what taking the hateful things that these people say and filtering them through not like acknowledging that they are filtered through you as a human being your consciousness that you receive them and that they might that they 
might emotionally affect you in any number of ways, that they might stick with you or traumatize you in any number of ways, but also that you as a person who is hurt by these things or traumatized by these things is also someone who has creativity and intelligence and a sense of humor and that you're you're all of those things you're a fucking human being and that to make that statement as an artist I think is really powerful it was a nice fuck you I also like <laughs> sold so I seriously made money off my fucking hate mail so it's like fuck that is you the best <laughs> that is the best for giving me a paycheck <laughs> It reminds me, too, of the technique that I try to use when I'm caught off guard by an insult or a microaggression, which is just to repeat the thing that the person says back to me. So, like, if somebody at the office that I'm working at says, well, I don't think that homophobia had anything to do with the election of Donald Trump, then I can just say, did you just say to me, you don't think that homophobia has anything to do with the election of Donald Trump? Yeah. And then you just, you just, you just say, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hear yourself, say the same thing back. And then you don't, you don't even have to say anything else. Just be like, I, I don't, I don't have, I don't have anything more to say to that unless you have something more interesting or intelligent to say to me oh yeah no there was one i'm going to talk about one more and then we can please do please do there was one one was one of them was um and for the book i'm actually including nice letters too i decided to give a more well-rounded approach also like who wants to read a book full of like hatred after a while i think that's a little intense yeah um like i had some people like at the art show like some people got like had some feelings. <laughs> it was a little, it was a little triggery. Uh, I think for yeah. some people to look at. So, so I'm going to give a little bit more, you know, more round-wandered view of what it's like to be public sex worker. Yeah, and specifically who is like not white and you know me basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, what it's like to be me. Um. <laughs> um. So there's one photo where like uh, it was on when I used to use the Tumblr back in the days because I you know. I built my shit by myself. Hell yeah. Um, so I used all all the things. Um, and Tumblr was a huge tool for a little bit for me. I posted a photo of my uh, now husband and I um, having sex on my, my period. Mm. And, you know, the photo is like his cock like covered in blood and the sheets covered in blood and, you know, my crotch too. And... Right after I posted that photo, someone sent me an anonymous uh, email that was like, now I know why Hitler gassed the Jews, you dirty fucking whore. Wow. And I was like, wow, menstrual blood, like, you brought up the Holocaust. <laughs> like, sorry. It's just so ridiculous. Um, and, you know, the image was straight up. I actually. Um, I'm just uh, shaking. I'm just shaking my I'm head. Like, Can I say it? Oh. You can so where I shot the photo was at the no longer owned uh, armory. Oh, yes. <laughs> I used the downstairs, like, um, on one of the sets. And, and, you know, it's dark. It looks, it looks, it could pass as a concentration camp. I've been to concentration camps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you know, uh, less rundown. But, yeah. Sure, uh, sure. But, uh, yeah. So, you know dark bleak um and i just laid myself out on the floor and had menstrual blood coming out of my uh, vagina in the shape of a swastika 
because I'm like, you straight up just said that to me, you know, yeah. like like you, <laughs> you know, decided that I just deserved to be uh, to, to, to be gassed because I let my partner fuck me on my period. Like, it's just like so ridiculous. And these reactions are so strong that I think, yeah, just like that mirror, like, look at yourself. <laughs> yeah i mean i think yeah. that it's an incredible way to use symbolism and creativity to take the power back and i think you know if somebody is triggered by these images that's one thing but, totally but for somebody to be like well these are all really dark and intense it's like yeah and that's what it's like that's what Sorry. it's like this is what this is what people are doing to me so how do you all like it no yeah oh yeah totally i am i'm not afraid i don't i I don't think it helps anyone to not discuss like dark and uncomfortable subjects obviously like you know you know there's a trigger (laughs) probably will be some kind of like (laughs) thing on the book that's like hey if like this stuff gets to you like just know it's gonna be a little intense yeah like i I also like if you pretend like that none of these things exist like nothing happens Totally. Um, so. And and it and it evil persists. Yeah, exactly. Tell me more about the plans for the book. You know, I've shopped it around to a couple of publishers and it didn't like feel like an exact fit. So I think what I'm doing I'm going to like India go go it. Oh cool. Self publish. And then maybe try to shop it around. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Well, I will be pledging. Oh, thank you. Because I I thought about it more and I was like, you know what? Like for a book itself, I think I want like a balanced a more balanced uh, view of all of it and all the so, different mail. and. So like uh, do you have a, a vision of something that you're going to stage to represent like a nice piece of fan mail? I have not chosen the nice yet. I've chosen <laughs> the mean and the ridiculous. I haven't gotten there yet. The ridiculous are fun though. Because um, I think people also, when anybody is like a public figure, quote unquote, though, I don't to you, the you extent, qualify. To the extent that I am, like to put you on a pedestal. Right. And you are the most beautiful, most intelligent, the best person that has ever walked the face of the earth. Right? It's very intense, too. So it's like this other extreme. Yeah. And so I have um, this, like, idea. I haven't shot it yet. Um, so I'm still, like, working on shooting it. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, you know, like, you know, it's like, this is not completely thought out yet. But, like, you know, a, like, religious, like, I'm me as, like, a religious, you know, iconary saint kind of figure i love that you know yeah yeah and you I'm should like, make i'm a person i like poop and <laughs> i make mistakes you know <laughs> you should make um i i can like see you on um uh what are, what are the fu- altar candles you know what i'm talking about yeah uh, yes totally in in that uh spirit yes. yeah yeah that would be that would be fun merch to sell <laughs> i i feel weird about that yeah yeah tell me more i don't know i feel like i'm just like as a like young little middle eastern jewish girl i'm like feel uncomfortable like taking and like that's like very popular within like mexican catholic like families and i just feel like that might be rude even though i'm not super into religion ever like yeah (laughs) i'm one of those people that feels a little uncomfortable when i see prince on a religious candle (laughs) but i guess you could say the same thing about this photo that i'm gonna take so (laughs) well you're playing everybody's playing around with 
all kinds of things yeah iconography and deifying and yeah yeah we'll see how the reaction is too i mean i think i'm a person that it gets mixed reactions anyway so <laughs> like it's not gonna be anything new i'm excited like prince you are controversy. like 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 prince <laughs> i'm gonna start comparing myself to prince i do it all the time <laughs> well so and what tell me about how things are going for you with your writing uh that's like uh you know it happens when i have the time yeah. i like run i run well, I'm trying to think like five different clips and websites. Yeah. And I'm an escort and I tour like all over the US. And, you know, I have like my partners. Yeah. And I have all these things <laughs> that I do. So fur babies. Uh what and fur babies. So many fur babies. They're so cute. And so yeah, they just get so filled up. So I do it when I have the time. I really wish I could do more of it. You know, get a uh, like full on practice. I'm kind of playing around with writing uh book of short stories uh, of life and not necessarily just focused on sex work that's something i'm actually very afraid of it was like being pinholed as just a sex work and i bet like for anything even for you right like yeah. right like you don't want to just be stuck in this one thing because we're all multifaceted and i mean that is what i know the most about i've been in a you know since i was 20 I I feel hmm. I feel that way although the more I expand into different mediums that and you know that I'm going to be expanding into some new ones in 2018 uh, that I'm excited about like I guess I just feel like there's so much to sex work and that if that like gets people's attention it, yeah, okay I see what you're saying then I'm like I don't know. Who right, gives a fuck? Right like, now, as long I as feel I got your attention. I mean, like, it's there. first of all, like you know, sex workers are the people that I love the most dearly in this world, and also like shit is still fucked for us. Oh, totally. So you know, so I feel like as long as um, as long as I can like use nonfiction and fiction and writing and media making and teaching as like a platform to like bring it back to sex work if that can like keep my like brothers and sisters from being murdered in the street then like that that's like that keeps me from feeling burnt out burnt out on that yeah i don't know i i I totally agree with everything you're saying as someone else that's been doing like full-time sex work their entire adult life i'm yeah. like also like I'm like multifaceted and not just this one thing. Absolutely. Right? But yeah, I mean, obviously this is like, that's how I have created everything. All of the opportunities I have within even these other mediums are because of sex work. Yeah. So definitely not like defying or walking away from that. I'm like, you know, pro like for life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I've had, I had two jobs before, um, and very short lived before. I mean, I've been doing sex work my entire adult life. But you have you are you have versatility. You want to be a whole person. Yeah. And also just because I want to talk about other shit because I care about other shit too. Well, and also part of if your public persona is attached to your sex work persona, then you there. <laughs> There are there are certain pressures 
yes. maybe 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 they've I mean my feelings about this have have changed over time and I bet that yours have too with like how you represent yourself in in public but Very um much, yes. but like you know there are sometimes pressures like oh can I you and I have talked about this a million times like can I talk about politics can I not can I be something other than just like bright and cheery and down to fuck all the time like can I express an unpopular opinion etc etc yeah and I push and go back and forth with that so much yeah I have a lot of deleted tweets <laughs> <laughs> a graveyard a of your graveyard deleted of deleted tweets where I'm like oh I just sounded like a harpy I had to calm down a little bit yeah but I'm a harpy and I take that I love that about I know you. I take that like in full that's the thing that's like also my power so. yeah. <laughs> but I think I try to find a balance because you know I do need to make a living and whatever but I think at the same time like I don't like especially I just recently had someone because I tweeted something and like some of it had to do with like Trump and it it was Barbara Streisand talking about Trump and she the way she actually talked about uh, what I liked is that she called Stormy Daniels a woman and not porn star Mm -hmm. and I was like Barbara did it right like you know and someone was like you know I came here for fun like smoke outs and blowjobs and like fuck you blah 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 and then he's like in other words you're fired and i'm like okay like cool i don't really want you masturbating to me anyways like again place of privilege um where i can you know stand to lose uh you know i think other people do not have that ability but that's also the way i've built my brand too like it's always been like you know not i'm not i'm not i'm not a like an activist and you know i'm not going and fighting you know, for our rights and calling, you know, talking to senators and doing all that. I'm not even a citizen of the United States, so I can't even vote. So, but it's definitely calmed down. Like, I used to be like, and also, like, I was really young and also didn't know what I was talking about. So I used to be very vocal, Mm -hmm. like, and just, like, looking back now, I'm like, oh, I don't even feel that way anymore. (laughs) You run five different clip stores. Yeah. So you make a lot of your own porno. Yes. Yeah, and you also occasionally will work for other people's companies. Yeah, at this point, I'll do some things. I like. Um, I am someone that loves performing, but definitely disenchanted by uh, the way the industry is run, as as you know. Yeah. Um, and so, and and I'm weird. So like, there's only s- what makes you weird. Um, I am not white. I'm heavily tattooed. And either you're going to be like, but there's heavily tattooed porn stars all the time. They are very thin. Mm. They're tan. They're mostly white and they have fake boobs, which is nothing bad. But I'm not that. Right. You know, so there's a certain criteria criteria for being all these certain things. Well, I think that's that's true. Let's be real. No, 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 I no, no, I definitely think it's okay. true. I was going to say that I feel like that's true for a lot of different qualities. Like you can get away with being really androgynous in porn if you are very slender and have like yes. a very symmetrical face. Like, yes. like Jizz Lee, for example, yes. can have a lot of crossover mainstream appeal because I don't They're think anyone would argue like Jizz Lee is like attractive to all different kinds of people and is just like classically symmetrically beautiful slender like athletic and so they can get away with being with like insisting on continuing to identify as genderqueer in 
porn. I feel like people can get away with like being being thicker if they are like again like have like are really exceptionally conventionally pretty and like really good at like femming up. You yeah, know, like, and, like uh, I think Angela White. Is Angela White, really good example. Super hot. So super hot. hot. And thick, like She's, or you yeah. know, who was like that? Kelly Devine was also super thick, totally. Um, but yeah, yeah. In the in the other ways, you know, they weren't tattooed. But, it, they but like that, that's the thing, ways. exactly. It's mm-hmm. like you can't, you can, you can be thick, but can you have tattoos? You and you like need to be white and have to be very like, you know, uh, yeah. There's all the things, and you know, Western that's conventional looking. I consider myself like a cult cult classic you are that's what what i call myself yeah yeah Yeah. like i'm like i'm never like i dabble and i've hit like mainstream stuff but i'm not a mainstream performer but like the following that i do have is like hardcore i have people that have been like you know buying and watching my stuff from like the first scene i ever did where i wasn't even credited you know what i mean it's pretty awesome that's a that's a long time and that's uh eight years you know i mean you're you're a superstar oh no that's not saying no but, i think you're a superstar uh, but yeah so um so yeah uh, so yeah i i make my own porn i escort uh and i uh yeah i'll occasionally uh make make some movies and direct sometimes also yeah, yeah. oh yeah you uh won uh best trans feature for all my mother's lovers yeah mona, with you, mona, you and mona and I, uh yeah we we tied actually which i didn't oh, with, even know that was a thing oh yeah with um uh, with buck. buck angel yeah with buck. cool yeah 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 but that was really neat yeah. you know i really did not think that would ever happen so that was kind of cool yeah i was like oh okay yeah congratulations <laughs> yeah you were like already okay. in your pajamas by the time that i happened. was <laughs> i was i was already in my pajamas i'm a grandma yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, and we have known each other through the, like, Bay Area and sex work queer scene for a long ass time, man. Yeah, 2010? I think that's right. I think it's 2010. Yeah, that's a, a minute. And through so many, like, incarnations of our different personas and, like, yeah. selves. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know? And we, like, did a panel together at the Feminist Porn Awards in, like, 2012. Yeah, something like that. I, d- I directed you. Yes, yes, yeah. We've done all kinds of little things and adventures. And it, we've had some fun adventures. Some too. good adventures. Lots of hot tubs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's what? actually been a lot of hot tubs. <laughs> yeah, whenever possible, we're like, fuck this. Let's just go find Let's just take tub. our clothes off and sit in the hot tub. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, Wire People Into That fans. Did you know that May is Masturbation Month at the Pleasure Chest? If you're in New York City, you can learn some techniques for self-touch at the Mindful Masturbation Workshop at the Upper East Side Pleasure Chest store on 2nd Avenue. That is on Wednesday, May 23rd, and like all Pleasure Chest workshops, it's free and includes 15% off your shopping when you attend. 
Celebrate self-love by visiting your local pleasure chest store in New York City, Los Angeles, or Chicago, or by shopping online at pleasurechest.com. Follow Pleasure Chest on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on hashtag Masturbation May. And remember, the orgasms you experience with your partners start with you. So you identify as femme, yes? Yes. And I would I would actually love for you to talk a little bit about like what does femme identity mean to you? Um, I've always had a hard time talking about it because for me it was just me yeah like it was never this thing that I like found in a different way and reclaimed I like all this just was me I remember being little and watching Jessica Rabbit Mm. and watching ticks every cartoons very problematic by the way but you know I was a kid they're made in the fucking 40s soft raped yeah (laughs) god everybody's gonna hate me it's everyone's gonna (laughs) but yeah um uh, what am I talking about? Oh yeah, so t- watching takes every cartoons and they have these like sexy nightclub singers that the wolf is all the creepy dude, wolf yeah, yeah, yeah. man, yeah. man, the patriarchy is always uh, <laughs> chasing. And I was just like, who are these like creatures? And I couldn't tell if I wanted to fuck them or be them. Uh, and it's yes. really both. Like yeah. that's and it's still. And the then it turns out you can have both. Yeah, and you can. Oh, blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, my dad was like really into James Bond. So I was mm. like super into Bond girls. So I liked to like as a little kid, love to like dress up in bombas, have fake guns and like play with money. Uh-huh. And look yeah, at you now. And look at me now. And yeah, the gun's not, I mean, I own a gun, but I don't like go play with them. So the gun thing lasts. But yeah, bows and bows and like, no, I don't do bows either. But you know. <laughs> you've you've your style has, I'm has evolved i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah 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 my style has evolved <laughs> so for me that was just always really natural i remember like loving the smell of my mother's lipstick mm. it was something that just came very naturally it's an innate me. part of you it is it really is you know i mean i think that um i mean a lot of femmes that i know feel that way and yeah. a lot of what the more I've learned about queer femmes and, and, and from queer femmes about femme as an identity, it's really helped me to, to understand my relationship to femininity because I don't really have that innate love of girliness. But I, but I also, when I was young, made that mistake of like, thinking that if I wanted to be like a strong feminist or to like associate my to like be the things that I wanted to be I thought I had to be masculine and I like thought I had to be like well all my friends are boys I don't really get along with girls femphobia femphobia absolutely and like you know if I wanted to be smart if I wanted to be physically strong if I wanted to get ahead in life that I had to be like super masculine but I was never actually really a tomboy I was always actually really attracted to glitter and color and flamboyance and still true still true (laughs) and you know I'm wearing a fucking pink shirt right now and like I um I recently have been thinking a lot about glam as an identity 
the way that St. Vincent styled herself for her recent album. Have you seen any of that stuff from Mass Seduction? I have no idea who that is. Oh, St. Vincent? I am like, I live under a rock. I think you would like St. Vincent's music. I'm going to, I'm going to hook you up. Yeah, please, please do. She's like queer, femme, sort of punk, but also sort of dancey, like experimental babe. And she's, uh, she's actually gay, which is always nice. Always nice. Yeah. But anyway, and we were talking about Prince and even David Bowie, like I went to this Brooklyn Museum, David Bowie exhibition that was amazing. And I don't know, I just like I found myself thinking about like glam as like an expression of glitter and color and flamboyance and all of those things that doesn't that has to do with like the literal performance and playing with gender. It feels separate for me from femme. It feels separate from fe- like for like what you're describing about being innately femme. I feel like it's important for me to like recognize and honor that by by distinguishing myself from it because that's not that's um, not that my experience. You, like, but I don't have to like hate it in order to not identify. No, with it. yeah, exactly. I mean, you're kind of a glitter fag. Yes, it's true. Is that like the term for it? I, I mean, I think so. It's it's been said before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, which is a little different. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So from no, yeah, it's really interesting. Sometimes I was like, is and I, uh, for a second because I like identify with like so much like drag queen culture. It was and I was like, okay, is this like a form of drag for me? And I'm like. Not really, but maybe like it doesn't have to be this like black and white either or kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know, like, yeah, gender is complicated. It certainly is, you know, and as I've gotten older and have also like am femme for a living. Yeah, right. I've exactly. Very, as I'm telling you, I've gotten like a, a little lazier in my femme. I used to, you know, be um, super f- high femme on my time off and now i just like to like i was saying like the lazy femme so yeah. you know yeah microblading fake nails eyelash extensions i'm like how much like little work can i do to look fabulous all the time yeah <laughs> and you do you do look I'm fabulous ha- i'm hacking it yeah i mean you're hacking like femme. pretty <laughs> pretty you're pretty casual right now but you you yeah. look you do look pretty wearing doe-eyed. someone else's pants <laughs> Amazing. Always. Tell me how nails feel like a symbol of or an incarnation of your femme identity. For me, they're a tool. Tell me more about that. uh, Aesthetically, I think I may may just have a fingernail fetish too. Okay. I think that's just really, not fingernail, but like, uh, like, like, uh, nail art nice nail fetish like yeah. it's something i've no i notice on people when they have them yeah like i think that like certain you know that i think they're very sexy so i think i'm first off just like sexually attracted to that yeah it's nails yeah and also for me like it is a tool yeah because you can <gasps> scratch <laughs> i was so non-consensual is that okay it's totally okay, fine cool. you told me i can do it We've had this conversation. We've had this conversation. Like, is it okay that I? And you're like, yes. Always. You, 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 you can, you can grope me unless, unless I, I will let you know if you, uh, if, no, if no. you've over, over groped me, Arabelle. <laughs> but yeah, and you can tickle, mm. and you can. I'm, I've been like really stepping in as I, as I get older into like bum dumb realness. I can write 
like words into someone's skin. Nice. It that feeling of like I've every client that I've ever like lightly like traced my nails across their balls like a shudder. It is a tool. <sighs> I don't even have balls, and I'm like right, <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, a little, a little pussy, sexually, pussy tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pussy tap. Yes, I I do have to complain. Please. That with now you can totally and Crash Bad did this awesome like blog about how like you can totally fuck vaginas with um, or any hole or any hole. Yeah, yes. Well, they they focused. The focus was, but, but yes, but like but in, in general, general right? like I guess people oh. are afraid of also butts and any all that stuff. Yeah, let's, right. let, let let me let me just even back up and and say that I feel like something that I see a lot in queer discourse about or not even actually necessarily queer discourse but maybe even like feminist or even just like sort of like casual female empowerment like old school lesbian I'd say definitely old school, old school lesbian, lesbian but also I think like it's very it's very it's a it's a like almost like mainstream casually accepted joke that like lesbians don't like girl on girl porn because and you can tell it's not real quote unquote you can tell that they're not real lesbians that don't really like having sex with other women because they have long nails nails. which i know plenty of actual uh, of lesbians with long nails do you know oh yeah yeah oh yeah so would you would you i see you rolling your eyes at at this idea like can we can we complicate this narrative because you know obviously like it comes from a place of critiquing a certain kind of like male gaze of like what girl on girl porn is and i think that that is something that is worthy of critique however if we like then make people who actually have a certain style or have certain preferences if we make them invisible then we're then like who the fuck are we really helping? Yeah. And yeah. it is femphobic. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, everybody's allowed to. I mean, the idea of, like, deciding what someone's sexuality is based on, like, what their nails are is pretty fucking stupid. Agreed. Um, <laughs> and, and there are so many. There are different ways to have sex. And it's a really weird and very, like, narrow-minded idea of, like, what sex looks like. And also, they don't know all the tricks. So, So what you're saying is that you can have very long elaborate nails perhaps ones with amethyst or uh onyx onyx and quartz onyx and quartz glued to them glued to them for example (laughs) like some people i know i don't who are you talking about (laughs) and still put those nails put those fingers inside of someone yeah and there's definitely tricks now i'm going to say like, there are times where I'm like, man, I wish I could just let loose and whatever. And it's something that I definitely have to be more mindful of. Yeah. But it doesn't stop me. I mean, I have, actually, I have two partners that have holes that, like, could be played with. So, yeah, you know, both. Yeah, and it's like, that's never, like, been a thing. Either you will put on some gloves and some fucking, you don't always need to even do the, like, uh, cotton balls. The cotton balls at the end. The gloves are really advised with the 3D stuff because that's just, like, easy to cut and that's just not... The three D stuff meaning glued like, glued onto your nail. Like yeah. that's yeah. That I really like rhinestones. Yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't I don't yeah. But it's some you know, there's different techniques and different ways. Like if you're not don't have rhinestones, you just have really long pointy nails to do it in a way that does not 
actually, you know, you kind of like flatten out. I can't do, I can't really explain this, but it's kind of like this push like that. Uh huh. Okay, you so like, you're so so do it with your hands. So it's like kind of yeah, it's like this kind of thing. So you go in, and when you push, you're like moving like this, so the scratch doesn't like. I don't know how to explain. You're pushing your your the index like pads. And your pads board okay yeah and you're so you're pressing your your index and your middle finger together and and placing them inside someone carefully right and then because you know the nails are going to go in first but Mm -hmm. if you slide them in then they're not going to poke anything yeah yeah just be maybe like use a lot of extra lube Lube. yeah it's just like there's just ways around now yes again like sometimes i'm like oh i wish i could just like and like like oh but you do have to be a little bit more mindful yeah and not everybody likes that and not everybody so i personally do not like fingers in my uh any of my holes really actually not really like maybe a little bit in my butt but they're kind of nubby and i prefer other things whether it be toys um or a flesh or non-flesh dick whatever it may be yeah. like i like yeah prefer that over fingers i don't know i had like a thing <laughs> like i used to like it and then all of a sudden i was like i don't like this anymore so, so yeah not everybody likes that kind of thing either that's true so what and when so if you are let's say you're going on a date with someone yes and you've got the nails that you have now which by the way can we talk about your nails so we've already talked about you have stones attached to them where did you get these where did you get these done i get these done at pamper nail gallery i go to fremont to get my nails i drive 30 and if in traffic it's an hour i bet it's pretty Um, affordable out in fremont um it's you know it's it's actually more affordable. It's still, like, expensive, but it's more affordable when it comes to nail design. And it's great. And it's all, like, POC babes, like, that are amazing that all have, like, crazy-ass nails, too. Yeah. It's not only that they're doing this crazy design with, like, nails that are, like, a million times longer than mine. Yeah. So it's amazing that they can do all this precision with this crazy... You just relearn how to do a lot of things. Yeah, so what they're do they stilettos. look like? Um, what does that mean? Um, it's the pointed end that's uh, uh, sharp and so these are not these are not your nails they're they're pressed this on is nails. no they're not pressed on they're acrylics acrylics, they're acrylics sorry. that yeah. have been i'm such i'm really i'm it's like okay, it's okay. i'm, I'm like femme easy <laughs> easy oh yeah no 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 these are acrylics they're built on me too so i actually don't have like anything glued onto them period they build the nail completely wait, no, what crafted did, what how how do they do that? Explain they, you know, this they've got to put like a sticker under. It's a whole thing. They build it on top of the sticker. They remove the sticker and it hardens. But yeah, they've made all the. I mean, I, and this is also on top of like some of my natural nail. My natural nail is that long for all of these actually. All of these th- is my natural nail under. So my natural nail is that long. It's just like I don't want them to break. Except yeah. for this one. I broke this one. So you can see the yeah. cut. But yeah, they built that off just like that with the gel. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's cat eye happening there's great cat eye and then there's another finger that's glitter and then there's opal and then there's all these gems and they're very they're very long and pointy yes and can i see them yeah and they yeah they're a little bro i brought fucked them up but yeah and they're all i love that they are all kind of they're not all different but they're like a couple that are opal and a couple that are just sort of glittery and some of them have stones and some of them don't how long does that acrylic 
stay in your nail. I mean, it's always there. I just get fills. Okay. So it's just when it starts to grow out from the bottom. And so then the fills. Is they fill it in. Like, yeah. but near the cubicle. Yeah, exactly. Cubicle. Um, yeah, I said yeah, cubicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you say cubicle? <laughs> near, so <laughs> near, near the cuticle. Yeah, yeah. So they fill it in. They fill so it in. So they're constantly like always like filling it in at the base. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they put a little bit more. They'll file the whole nail down a little bit and then like add a, like a recoat. And I do that every two weeks because my nails grow pretty long. Wow. I'm high maintenance, but at the same time, I never do my nails except for those like every two weeks someone else does it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a luxury that you give yourself I, yeah, I bet it yeah. is a really relaxing I mean, self-care time it's really nice i mean i need my nails painted for work yeah period i don't need this this is definitely because i'm just into nails so yeah. it's like half work half not yeah it's a tax write-off i feel um <laughs> i'm like letting my nails breathe right now because i had a gel job before i went to vegas which was very indulgent for me just getting like oh, a I little know. short nail glitter job. i know you showed me You're like look <laughs> That's one. Th- I mean, that is definitely like a part of my like glam uh, or femme. Yeah. Uh, like you're a Bowie. Well, I like I like to show off to you're I, a Prince Bowie. I like I like attention. Arabelle, what uh, what do you what does it mean to you to have a nail fetish? I mean, it's that I like have a million of like nail porn like blogs on my Instagram. <laughs> just follow it's the feel it's the look i check out my own nails constantly yeah you know it's the like one of the first things i notice on other people Mm -hmm. um do you notice it when you're watching porn like do you not in porn funny enough but i actually don't watch porn that makes sense i only watch cartoons oh yes we've talked about this yeah 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 yeah. i've no it's you know how the like sausage is being made kind of thing it's the same thing even though there's no you know I've had some really hot times on sets, but it's just, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. The fantasy is ruined. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but so the fantasy of cartoon characters. Oh, no. Disney, no, Disney princesses. People. I don't know them. I don't know your damage. I don't know that, like, building or that director <laughs> or that company or whatever that is or, like, know you or you're my friend. Like, I've there's people that I've masturbated to that I like had to stop masturbating to like once I like met them and became friends with them I was like nope that's weird now like <laughs> can't do it which I don't think necessarily it's bad I have some friends that totally masturbate to the room <laughs> but I don't uh, yeah I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, 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 <laughs> got real quiet sorry totally I'm talking about something else now I'm like all over the place <laughs> no that's fine. I guess my final question yeah. for you about nails, it's interesting. It seems like it's sort of, it's not only something that you admire on other people, but that you just, it, it's something that makes you feel sexy and powerful and good about yourself. Oh, yes. Yes. And I mean, uh, and just in general, like feminist and when I am presenting fem as me at my most comfortable. Mm. And I think the nails also go into that. And I feel like I'm living my best self. Do you like when you are like editing your porn and I see my nails on holding a dick? Yeah. Yes, I gently do. And I'll like actually sometimes when I choose gifts, it's totally on just like, oh, look, my nails look really good. Which is not <laughs> the way you should choose porn gifts, by the way. I don't um, know. It depends on yeah, who yeah, yeah, you right. want to. And I mean, I have like fans that write to me and they're like, I really love your nails and all like the porn. So at least I'm not the only one that's enjoying it you're definitely not the only one i like it i've had so many conversations about my nails with your fans 
Uh, just no in life. Just like in, in life. life. Yeah. Like my. Sounds my, like you're obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. And like my manicurist is like always excited. She's like, you always make me do interesting things. And like all the girls at the nail shop like come and look at mine. I feel like a fucking shiny pony. <laughs> and everybody's just like your nails. And I'm like, yes. Let's talk about how amazing my nails are. <laughs> well, that is beautiful. I could talk about how amazing you are and how amazing your nails are all day. But I think you have to go do some fem easy you have a fem easy appointment right I now do, i do i do i do i get micro bleeded yeah, or yeah, whatever cut a million little things into my face yeah yeah well what a lovely face it is oh, thank you and um i love having it on my couch talking to me about porn and fem identity and everything else <laughs> yeah. thank you for having me it's always really such a pleasure to see you oh always and Same. i've been wanting to have you and I've been wanting to have you on the show for so long. Oh, well, so this you. was really fun. Thanks for having me. I hope that you'll come back and be on the show again sometime. Oh, yeah. We have so many weird things to talk about. So many so. weird. Yeah. You guys don't even want to know the things that we thought about maybe talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and when the book comes out, people should get their hands on it. And where can people find your work on the Internet? Whether they want to hear you ranting about Barbara Streisand or whether they want to buy <laughs> clips based on the gifts of your fabulous nail jobs <laughs> wrapped around dicks for the rants it's uh twitter um at arabelle Raphael. it's easy yeah um you'll see the name while you're published or you know clicking on this uh <laughs> this Definitely. podcast you'll know how it's spelled um and uh, that has also links to everything and like the articles that I write, uh, which I've done like, uh, you know, some for like tits and sass. Uh, I did something for the outline. It kind of comes out like great once stuff. in a while. Um, and you can find my porn at com. You can find it on clips for sale, which would, you know, just be a quick search of my name on many vids. Even stuff on Pornhub, which is all kinds of complicated, but let's be real. Um, do you see any money when people... I do. I do make money. Uh, anything that I put up, I do make money. And mm. actually, as much money as I've made on other uh, That's fascinating. sites. I have really mixed feelings. Oh, that's, we could talk about this for an entire whole episode. For sure. Actually, um, But that's, that is fascinating to know that you, as an indie producer are able to use Pornhub as a forum to reach people it, and actually it's make revenue. Because honestly, people don't want to pay for porn and it's brought me so much more visibility too. Yeah. So much more. It's uh, sleeping with the devil a little bit, but yeah. um, it's definitely like also brought a lot of like helpful things. Also, this stuff was already getting pirated and putting it on there anyway. So you might as well. So I was just like, okay, well now at least I'll like just whatever gets put on there, I just have put... Uh, you know, transferred to my site and I make money off something that's already been put because it's pirating is a the fighting pirating is exhausting for sure. Yeah. Well, maybe we will have the opportunity yeah. to talk about more we about that business stuff sometime. Oh, totally. I'm totally down. So, yeah. So, Arabelle Raphael dot com and then and yeah. Instagram and then on Instagram, it's my name as well. And if you want a session, can I do that? Yeah, of course. Am I allowed to do it? I mean, uh, uh, you know, if uh, eventually this entire podcast could uh, land me in federal prison because of uh, SESTA. So cut it out if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man, we're I'm, I'm fucking already there along with everybody else. Um, yeah. If somebody but wants to to, uh, to meet it, me it, and have a conversation and uh, what what other else. Um, you can go to <laughs> www. 
meetarabelle.com. Well, I'm so glad to have met you. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling is very, very mutual. Thanks again. Could you, could you, could you scratch me with those nails one more time? Right. And that's just like. That's just light. Mm-hmm. That's not you carving your name into my flesh. Okay, <laughs> next, we'll save that for next time. Bye. Thanks, Arabelle. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.